0: This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard and alongside me as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. G'day everybody. Alright, so uh, this podcast will be broken up into five segments and we will be releasing one <laughs> of them. Each every on hour. five different social media platforms. You every don't hour. want so to the miss first, these segments. Yeah, you don't, so the first 10 minutes will be on Twitter. The second twenty. The second 10 minutes will be on TikTok. The third 10 minutes will be on Facebook. The fourth 10 minutes will be on YouTube. And the last bit will be on Instagram. So, yeah. there th- th- might be a fun way for people to consume our content this week. If you, if you have missed this, by the way, people, yep. uh, the Melbourne Storm... The reason why it's funny, what they're doing is fine. The reason why it's funny is yesterday. Cool like, idea. Is that tweet gone from yesterday? No, they just no. added a caveat saying it's not monster. No, no, but that's what they wrote today. Yeah. Like, so yesterday, yesterday they tweeted they, like signing news with like they wrote, they ring put emojis. Five, they put ten five emojis, signing yeah. emojis and eyes. Yeah. So I guess we now know it was five signings. And they said, we're not naming names, but there's some good news stories coming tomorrow, they said. And it happens to coincide with all the monster <laughs> chat. And also yesterday, that dumb story that the trail was linked yeah. to the dolphin. So it kind of felt yeah. like it was going to be a, maybe a monster announcement. Maybe. Mm. Which we all kind of assumed. To the point where at work this morning, I wrote a monster story preemptively, expecting him to be the announcement, which mm. I then had to hastily edit. So. But then at three hours ago, it came out, fireflowers, five players, five channels. So instantly you knew it was not Cam Monster. The idea anyway. itself was cool. But the bait and switch wasn't and they did it on different platforms. I think it's hilarious now, though. People are mad at them, but like the best thing about it is the stagger. They've got attention to re-signing the only way George Jennings. Yeah. Dean and and JJ. The only way this could have been more funny is if they didn't do the caveat tweet early today saying it's not Monster. So everyone would be expecting that 7 PM one to be Monster and it's going to end up being like Rima Smith. Yeah, that's the best thing that they should have done is like. They shouldn't have said the not to one. And if that not to tweet didn't news. happen, there would be people right now expecting that 7 p.m. Yeah, to be saying, right? Wait for the big news at seven. You um yeah. one, one of you know, one of one of your your, your favorites is re-signing or something, you know, yeah. Or and then like it's, that. Yeah. But the the best, like you know, when when clubs re-sign like four or five squad members, they always get announced at once, pretty much. Yeah. But this they've done them in a stagger. It's hilarious. Uh and the fact that they're deleting replies is even it's funnier to play. me. The, again, the the idea itself is really cool, but it's just the tone-deaf nature of the fact that you're doing this whilst your entire fan base is preoccupied with whether or not your best player is going to re-sign with you or not. Mm. That's the yeah, problem. And that's one of the responses they haven't hidden yet that says, love the signings, love any player committing to our club, just feels a bit out of touch with the fan base to be doing this at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm. With the media surrounding our star player, Ken Munster, and waiting on his signing news. It's hurting these guys and it, what should yeah. be a great moment for them. Yep, that's a good reply. They didn't like that one. That is a very well thought out reply. It's going to be an Luma at seven. That's what I reckon. Uh, you know, and they can probably act kind of happy about that one. But that's... Um, <laughs> oh, that's great. I, I was literally about to say, it reminds me of when Leeds tweeted, don't hmm. go to bed, just yet, there's still work to be done. Hashtag deadline the day, and then they release two players online. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> this is exactly the same thing. It is. It's it's hilarious, but and it's, right. Whatever they're getting attention, good on them. But I I thought it really funny. Like yeah. if, it was, if it was the Broncos in this situation, I'd be furious though. Yeah, because I was about to I was about to make that reference, and then one of our patrons and I was tweeted it. So good to know we have a good caliber of listener mm-hmm. most of the time. It's so but yeah, very funny. Uh, really funny, and we'll still be here at six o'clock. It's about five fifteen now to let you behind the sh- the curtain, so we'll still be here at six when the next one happens, so we can live react to that. So that'll be fun. <laughs> Probably so not going to be here for another hour and forty five. I don't think we might have to. If it's monster annoying. though, we will have to come back, which is very annoying. But oh, we have to monster They're not not the way they're I understand it, that, but if it is, we will have to come back. Mm. All right. Uh, before we get into questions, rookie takes for new listeners. That's our weekly segment where we get sent. Some of the worst opinions in the rugby league world of the week. Five finalists. We vote on a winner each week. Last week's winner was the Instagram of Josh Alloye and uh, Manasi Fainu and The Last Supper prayer emoji, all that shit, which, you know, very dumb. All right. So this week we have... Uh, uh, so Gary Jack has been on fire on Twitter lately, and he's not the rookie take. This is the guy that said the Tigers players should pay their money back, which I agree with. It's hilarious. Um, But he tweeted... This is the worst performance I've seen so far by the West Tigers. I feel for Brett Morley; he doesn't seem to have much support. I'm sure Benji can talk Teddy into coming back, as if he would. Uh EP Conrad replied, "Tedesco would not be welcome back anyway. We don't forget or forgive traitors." You've welcomed Benji um, Marshall back like six times. I'm about to say um is that not don't you like everyone back? Yeah. <laughs> like isn't like Woods going back, didn't like you said Benji going back. For is trying to go back like it feels like that's kind of their thing. It's like welcoming came traders back. back. Forgiving, forgiving traders is like your MO. You do it all the time. You love forgiving yeah, traders. You do. And you act like nothing happened in between. It's but true. They do also right. do like being like a, like a you know, the, this old, the old tale of a woman scorned. They like being a yeah. club scorned. If someone leaves, they very much hate them a lot. Yes. But if they okay. come back, it's all forgiven very fast. Uh, second one's Isaiah Go. On the field, Nathan Cleary is our quarterback in attack, but defensively, Dylan is our quarterback, setting the line, making sure everyone is doing their job, keeping everyone accountable. All right. I get what he was trying to say. It's still terrible. But it's still fun to laugh at. And Penrith fans, yes. I, shock horror, still got precious about this somehow, and we're defending him. Like, oh, you knew what he meant. It's like, yeah, of course we knew what he meant. That doesn't mean it's not funny. Now, now what he could have said is Nathan Cleary is our halfback in attack. And yep. in defense, Dylan Edwards is our fullback. And people would have gone, that is exactly what they're doing. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, use check, doesn't play defense, Mitchell. But it's just funny. It's like, yeah, like that's exactly the jobs of the halfback and the fullback in every team. You've figured yeah. it out, Isaiah. Is that one of the, it's one of those, I think he thinks he's got some unique Penrith inside. This is, like, the, no, this is like a, what's well, like this, everywhere. Is a, this is a Economist article ready to go, isn't it? Yeah. Like, this is like, what sets you know, Penrith apart? Their fullback barks defensive instructions at their players. It's kind of like when you, someone thinks they invented something and they Google it and it's been invented a thousand times before. It's like, yeah, mm. Isaiah, look, you might think that's just a Penrith thing. That's for everyone. But the quarterback is quite funny. What you if, as if, you, if you said, middle linebacker, you want to go, you know what? It's been great. Good. The point. But no, there are um, two quarterbacks. What if, when you were getting tackled, you offloaded the ball to another player on your team to sustain it. the play for longer? <laughs> we call now, it an offload. That's it. Is, now, is Aposai Korosau the center? Uh well isn't he he actually the quarterback? Yeah, I know. He's not snapping the ball, but I'm trying to think like what could he be then? You know? Is he the long snapper? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) I don't know. He's like the he's the Debo Samuel. Yep. And uh uh, Brighton Toto is a wide receiver. Obviously Um, now. Update on Battery World. They didn't have a battery, they're ordering it for us. They're all out of NBM batteries, apparently. Dude, I haven't heard a beep yet. Maybe it has beeped. It just, just beeped. There you go. I didn't hear that yeah. one. Maybe it uh, oh. it was it was held out. You know, with the the noise canceling. I, I, I really enjoyed that quote just because, as you said, it it is innocent. He was. We were just trying to say those are the guys that evoke all the side yeah, of the this ball. This is this is but in it was the just funny of rookie as. takes. It was, it's just a funny, stupid. Like it's not malicious. We're just having a giggle. And uh, now, how did yeah. their fans still get upset by this? They, that's all they do now. And, and he goes and in the dressing rooms, Ivan is our quarterback. Ah. and um <laughs> and in the and in the commentary box, Greg Alexander is our quarterback. He's our quarterback. And yep. on, on on the internet, our social media manager, quarterback. Quarterback. And, and we have the, a lot the, of quarterbacks. The... The fans of the offensive line, just constantly in the trenches. (laughs) But they're not playing against anyone. They're just pushing that tackle machine back. They're the defensive line, mate. (laughs) They're not playing against anyone. They're just playing against that tackle dummy thing you push backwards, uh, perpetually, like on a hamster wheel or something. Anyway, uh, Chris Dott, engaging Nathan Brown to review our junior pathways and bringing help in for Brad Arthur with Trent as assistant coach are both low-key excellent moves that I fully support. Well done, at the Para Eels. Okay, so whether or not they're excellent or not, is neither here nor there because neither th- these moves have not been low key in any way shape or form like mm-hmm. you couldn't name the junior pathways person at like 13 clubs right now i guarantee it no. maybe you could because you're insane but like most no, people could. could not and most people couldn't tell you an assistant coach at the team that's not theirs maybe say for like a couple of high profile ones like Trent barrett and cameron soraldo like no one could but like, no i i'm sure there's fans out there from every club who don't know who their own club's assistants are as well so but everyone knows Trent Barrett. This is not low key at all. Nor do I think no. it's excellent. But at least that part is debatable. No, it's uh, it's certainly not. She <laughs> said, like, uh, such an amazing low key signing. And, and one of those things as well. Like, Brownie's a recruiter anyway, but he's been put in a pathways role, and people think he's a recruiter, but. Not exactly one of the signings I'd be really pumped up about because it's not exactly he's actually proven he can do that part of the gig. Trent Barrett's a fine assistant, whatever. Yeah. Like, head coaching was was obviously an issue for him, but yeah, it's just quite interesting. That's that's what people are banging on about. But as you said, they've probably been the two more notable appointments of the uh, the last few weeks that aren't head coaches, obviously. Absolutely. But yes, so I can yeah. name. I can't name all the junior people. I'm sorry. I can name okay. people at Brisbane. Yeah. So but that doesn't count really. All right, uh let's move forward. Uh we've got Red Sea. Just turn your back on whoever you're supporting fella's just like Fox League did to Brett Finch. We've stayed what? away from Finchy stuff mostly, but that one's incredible. Like yes, yeah, how dare you not continue to amplify a convicted um sex criminal on your network. Yep. Uh and Fox and Nine before these incidents had had Finch's back a lot more than they've had many others. I'll true. tell you that like they did, they look try to look after him. They tried to help him a lot. Obviously, yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be doing that anytime soon. But good comment to put attached to your social profile on the internet. No, this person's called Red Sea, and their photo is like I I can't see. It's very like small, but I think it's like I think it's like Adelaide United, maybe like their profile picture. Oh, good. So. Or maybe it's a Big Bash team. I'm not sure. It's either way. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, we've got Dylan Walker. I didn't see it as a gang sign. I supp- i thought it was a show of support and a good gesture to try and help a best mate. I mean, look, this is a dumb quote, but what do you expect him to say when you ask me about this? Yeah, exactly. I only included this because the slim pickings are slim. Like, don't vote for this. Olakwairo uh, was comment, the quarterback but... of that celebration. Yes, that's correct. That is true. <laughs> and uh, on the night in question, Manasi Fainu was the quarterback. Of he the was well, crime allegedly, allegedly. Well, he was <laughs> found guilty, but, but you don't need to say was... allegedly when the crime was been found guilty but <laughs> he was he was pegged as the quarterbacks by someone else he denies being a quarterback but in in the eyes of the law he was the quarterback of that incident he was you know what? i am going to start calling everyone the quarterback of things We should just the quarterback <laughs> of this. um at least that quarterbacking yeah. myself well as the quarterback of this podcast i would like to direct us to move forward and yeah. get onto the coltrane cup we're into the penultimate round and we've had a change at the top mitchell Ah, uh, Mark. He wanted to tip the Knights a couple of weeks ago when they played the Tigers. He didn't have the bottle, so he was shoehorned into doing it this week against Canberra. He got pretty unlucky in the end. Like they could have won, um, but they didn't, and that means that Luke Charles is now our leader. He is a he's eighty and against points ahead of M and 103 foreign against points ahead of Mark. So for all intents and purposes, he can't be caught by them unless he loses a game and they both win. The unfortunate thing for Mark is he has to the Warriors and so does Luke. So they're both, they're tipping the same team in yeah. the final I'm week. So he has to reveal to, who no. Luke's picking this week, but he no, has no, no, to pick no. an away team as yep. well. So that's um, made it tougher for him as well. That is also true. Uh, M has told me who she's tipping this week and next week as well. So it's all going to come down to the wire. There's also a couple of people who are on twenty wins and three losses. The, the three leaders are on twenty one and two. Uh, there's a couple of people on twenty and three who are also prime to swoop in there if there is a mistake. Because like Mario Seig, for example, has a, the best forward against of any player, and James' hopes for against is only slightly worse than Luke's, as is uh, Enrofizios. So any of them could swoop in if mm. all three of the leaders stumble and. All three of the leaders still have to tip uh, the Warriors or the Dragons between them. So, Yeah, um, I think you'd be pretty confident the Dragons pick this week. You would, um, but they could lose. Like They could lose. I mean, I actually don't mind that the, the Tigers changing their, their 17 a little with New Brown at 13. But, yeah, I mean, the Dragons have looked like a better side the last couple of weeks, so I don't really expect them to lose that game. But... As you said, you don't know what these ones make. The Dragons have won some games where we had no idea they'd win, like when they beat South or similar, and also lost games they had no right to lose when they lost to yep. the Titans at Magic Round, for example. You know, and it wasn't yes. like the Titans set the world alight that day. They also like pushed Penrith early in the year as well, the Dragons. Yeah, they're yeah. strange. I um I have to tip the Warriors and the Titans in the remaining two weeks. So I'll be tipping the Titans this week. Yeah. Well, I, um, I've um said before, I've, I've tipped all the teams now. I have to tip one home, one away game. Uh, and I can't tip the Cowboys or the Sharks. I have no idea. I've ended up being those are teams I use three times, but just that middle part of the year. Well, they're both you... good. Yeah, but it's still like I, I usually mm. like when you start a season. I would have come into the year trying, wanted to pick Penrith three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but I was saving Storm tips, and then what happened? <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm probably going to end up going this week. I can't. I can go the Panthers, but do I want to go the Panthers? We can go to the Panthers team, and then oh, but I have to tip an away team next week. Then I had I actually had this I had this in my head before we started and I've forgotten who I was gonna tip. Uh, this is terrible. Um I might end up going if I go sharks just I can't go sharks. The okay, if I go the dragons this week, I could go no who's home next week. This is not great. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's not any home teams I think will win next week, if you looked at that. Uh no, there's not. You'd actually rather have away tips. So. You would. So I will go Panthers at home to the Warriors this week. That'll be my last home tip. And then next mm. week for the away games, I can I'll pick out of like Brisbane Raiders or whatever next week. Nice. All right. Well So wait wait, can I do the dragons? I can. I tipped against the, the Warriors. No, I can't do the Warriors. I tipped against the Warriors this week. Okay, this is bad. I might have to come back to it so we don't sit here and freeze Okay, me. that's fine. Yeah, I'll put it in Discord after. Okay, I yeah, can't yeah, wait. Because I don't want to sit here and meet I'm in and Yari for five minutes when I figure it out. No. Anyway, that's it. The okay. All right. We'll have, a, uh, have a winner yeah. soon. We'll, 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 Hopefully uh, it all comes well, down next to Sunday. I really wanted to come down to... Saturday. Well, no, the the likely scenario is it comes down to the three PM game in the final week, which would not matter Mm. to pretty much anybody else. So that'll be the Warriors Titans game. Yeah. So and there'll be people picking either team. Hey, and yeah, you'd obviously think the Titans would win that game, but it's the Warriors at home. And even then, the Warriors have still won more games than the Titans anyway. Yeah, that's true. They're a six-win team somehow. They are. They are. Might not even finish in the bottom four, which is crazy. The ladder makes no sense, Bungard. We have a bot Like, I look at it still every week, right? And we have a bottom part of the ladder. We haven't got one of the teams that's on, like... We haven't got that truly terrible team, you know? So usually when you haven't got that team with, like, two wins and there's been wins taken by all the bottom teams, usually you have a really flat ladder. Somehow we have a situation where we have four wins in last, four wins, and then, like, five teams with six wins. And then somehow we have a skip up to four team wins are going to miss the finals. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. <laughs> I think it's we've actually probably missing what we're missing is there is no one bridging that gap. Hey, go straight from six wins to like, you know, there's what Bulldogs from 12th down, there's six or less wins. I guess that's what it is. There's not really no one bridging that gap there. Oh, well, weird ladder. Weird year. All right. And with that done, let's get into the questions. Are you serious? We're going to have any questions. Okay, question time over on patreon.com forward slash NLB rookies You want to guarantee your question is answered on the program. Uh, first one, Tom Hay. And we've definitely answered this one before. But we may as well do it again. Who were some players you wrote off as being able to be decent first graders that you're very wrong about? Campbell Graham. Happy you to thought, be wrong. You thought he was going to be bad. Um, I never thought he'd be this good. Remember, I didn't think he was like a loss in the 2020 prelim against Penrith when he didn't play. I was like, ah, oh, it's fine. Like, there's like 20 yeah. other guys, like 12 other guys I'd rather not have injured. This is Rodolf as most decent players. first graders, though. Yeah. yeah. yeah you were wrong, um, wrong I mean, mine's p- probably as well. Yeah, mine's probably most obvious Yeah, that's an right easy now. one for you. Um, <sighs> I mean, there's okay. definitely some young players over time that have done that. Like, okay, Isaiah Yo for like six years. Mm. So this is guy's a nobody. You know, and they well, end up being a there, great was, there was there were several years there where we thought Newcastle won the Barnett Tarpane trade. Yeah. I mean that's it. Tarpanay had more potential, but he wasn't playing up to it, obviously. Mm. And he's got there. But yeah, Isaiah Yo, what he moved to like 2014 he debuted. And um not just other fans yeah. like Penrith fans also thought he was not much mastered. And when he moved to Lock in like what 2019 Half through 2019, even towards the end, and that's when all of a sudden suddenly becomes one of the best forwards in the world. Um, got, Tom, Tom did you did write Tom Deaden off. So did you? And no, I, I didn't. don't care that I wrote him off. Hey, you can go. So. Uh, there's no you go back to the record. There's no re- me writing mm-hmm. Tom Deaden off ever. Yeah, I, you know, if I'm the, of the opinion with Tom Deaden, I was happy it happened because if it didn't, we would we were, we wouldn't get Adam Reynolds, and it wasn't going to work out for Tommy if he stayed at Brisbane. That's fair. As a seven, now it wasn't going to work out. But yeah. you you can get back there. I've uh, I've it argued that he has potential and still good this off season. Yeah. Well. Um. Sean Kenny Dow. Good one. Very good one. Because he was embarrassing for like two years. Uh, what and this year. one isn't us specifically, but people thought Nathan Cleary was shit after like his rookie year and stuff, and thought he was only in the team because of his dad and things like that. Yeah. That or he's, he was certainly true. he didn't one of those guys that he was so hyped that it was hard to live up to that hype at that age. Um, I also thought Ruben Garrick was... Ruben Garrick's probably another one who's been better than I thought he would be. I thought he'd just yeah. be shit after the ball went away, but he's been pretty good this he's year. He's been pretty good now. Yeah. Who else um, I've written off? There's been heaps. We all we all do it. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, anyway, they're probably, probably enough. Uh, mm-hmm. Adric. And I oh, actually have got an answer to this one. We've definitely been asked this before as well, but he's, what is your hmm. first rugby league memory? Do you have an answer, Bung? Ever. That? I th- Yeah, I think the first game I can remember watching is like, with my family, like my grandparents and my like aunties and uncles and stuff, the 1994 grand final, mm. and we made cupcakes, and some of them were blue and white, and some of them were green and grey. Because so it was very yeah, I, honestly, I can't tell you my first memory because it's just been vivid in all my upbringing, you know, and not my kid probably be the same, same way. My dad, dad was always watching it. It's hard to nail down the first time you remember it, but I can remember my first real vivid memories, like the. The things that when I think of rugby, always stick out in my head. Like I'll never mm-hmm. forget being—it wasn't even a Broncos game. Being at North Sydney Oval with um, it was the Bears taking on the Knights, uh, and I got beer poured on me. And um, like I was real young. And then if I remember uh, what's his name, Jason Taylor also kicked some record. I can't even remember what the record is. I just remember him kicking something that was either the points in the season record for him or top point scorer or similar that everyone celebrated at the game. I remember that. Um, and that could even be like 97, 98. So not even that young when I remember that one, but it's just one of them I remember a lot. Um, I remember like Brisbane Grand Finals. I remember 92, 93, because I was born in nineteen ninety. I remember their Grand Final runs. I remember seeing them play the Warriors when the Warriors were really young because it was the it was very different on TV. You know the Warriors games like they yeah, they were yeah very yeah, different yeah. and they, they still are now. They still feel it always feels like it's darker when you watch a Warriors game on TV. They're filmed very differently, but yeah, it's hard to nail down those individual ones. Um, I yeah, and I'm... then not understanding the Super League at all was another one. Yeah, that's a good shout actually. Like, oh yeah, I remember the Optus thing happening at the grand final. The, Did I at halftime? Why was the Super League on ABC? That seems like it doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't know, mate. Like I don't remember any of that stuff. Like I remember yeah. it, but I don't remember any why things went the way they did. Even though I've read the books, I've already forgotten as well. <laughs> that fundamentally doesn't really make sense to me. But yeah, anyway. but uh, this, this I remember Super League being really weird, and I still remember somewhere like the it was always on the sport or in the like the sports section of the news, and like I had no idea like what was going on with the Broncos. Like, what? Where? What do you mean they're going to like somewhere else? But they didn't go anywhere. They stayed. You no. Know? As a kid, it, doesn't yeah. make, it didn't make any sense. Anyway, mm. next question. The not-so-mature-age student has a little, a little bunch here for us. Looking at the current top eight, which one player in each team could be awarded the Neville Longbottom Trophy at season's end? Basically, an <laughs> underrated player who is critical to success. Um, well, if you ask Penrith fans, it's Dylan Edwards. Yep, yeah, that's true. Who has hit a level of getting raps on coverage every week. He's almost hitting overrated levels. Yep, that he's at that level. It doesn't yeah. happen all that often. It happened with Mitch Orbison. It happened with Craig Fitzgibbon. It's happening with yeah. Dylan Edwards. Yeah. You keep hearing how good he is and how much he means to the team. It's like, mm, does he mean that much? Is he that good? do you hear every week? I mean, okay, last week, that was the peak when we heard different caliber player, but hard to know who's more important. Dylan Edwards or Latrell Mitchell? Is it is it hard to know? <laughs> like, if Dylan, if Latrell Mitchell they, was on the Panthers, they, swap they would, places. They would like never lose a game. Yeah, if they swap, play, exactly. It's like I don't think it's that hard to know. But can Latrell Mitchell be the quarterback of the Panthers defense? Of course not. Well, we may never know. I don't know if it's possible for a Panthers player to be underrated. Like a can, no, I don't think it. I don't. Now? I don't think it is. I think Isaac Tungo's had a really good season. Feeling in in position that was Matt Burns that people don't really seem to care about because they have other good young players. Maybe that's him. Um, okay. Cowboys, is there anybody being underrated this year? Chad Townsend um, a little. Chad, still. Chad, the Chad. Um, Rub- uh, Reese Robson is starting to get the love he deserves, but for a long time there, he was one. Um, who else could be critical? No, I don't really think anybody else there is slipping under any radar either. I think oh, Peter Hickey's been a pretty good signing, even though people aren't excited by the upside. He's been pretty good there. Yeah, nothing else. Oh, Jordan McClain too, probably. Yeah, uh, the, been good. the Sharks. Um No, because Nico's been overhyped, if anything. He's, he's been has, good. Correct. He's been good. Now, but... He's had a great year, but he's you know, it's one of those ones you keep hearing is one of the best players in the comp and it's like he's just not. But Nico has that thing because he's really good at fantasy football. Like I me and you, don't play that, right? But he's really good at that, so he has a lot of people that like him already. And then the good mm. story, but um, Connor Tracy, yeah, Is yeah, that one like sure, f- plugged um, in holes. Teague Wilson, he's been good. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of their pack, like a lot of their forwards have been good. Like, you know, Hamlin ULA, has had a bounce. Like, Royce Hunt's really kicked on. Yeah, I wouldn't say there's anyone really that underrated to the XSS. I think Ken McInnes is having a pretty good season and is pretty important to their attack when he comes on the field with his fast play, the balls, so and maybe that's it. Yeah. Um, Eels. Um, well, I'll die on the hill that Mitch Moses is underrated because people think he's shit. But that doesn't count, um, Sean yeah. Lane. Sean, yeah, yeah, good one. He's actually getting attention here now. But Sean Lane is—he's yeah. ba- like, never had a year like this. Close. He's no, been great. He's, he's had periods like this, but he's been one of the best back rowers in the competition for the whole year now. It's no longer a blip when it's twenty plus games, you know, or twenty games. Yeah. But yeah, he has a, like a—he has eleven line break assists on that edge, which is a lot for a back row. who All he does, like, all he does, is you know hit a line and offload. It's not like he's ball playing. A lot of lot of line break assists. I agree with that one. Good call. Uh, the Roosters. Fuck them all. They're a bunch of overrated primadonnas. It's really hard to say. There's anybody under, is it possible we underrated the Roosters? A, a, a butcher, one of them. I don't know. Who yeah. did shit. Fuck the. Roosters. That's been really good, but he yeah, scored four tries last week. It's difficult to supply under the radar. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I think I don't think there's really anyone there either. Um, Rabideaus, here we go. Who do you think has mm. been underrated for you guys this year? Um, again, it's hard because like all their good players are front and center all the time, like Kemari and mm-hmm. Cook and Mitchell and Walker. Like, I think the answer is probably to Tola because he's been, in my opinion, a top 10 front rower in the league this year, and he doesn't really get much discussion about him. Um, who have you got? Havili. it's a good one. He's been really good, he's been really he good been. in his little bursts. Think people Alex wouldn't Johnson- believe his numbers if they looked at them, mate, that it's him. If they yeah. looked at his numbers, and I know it's not everything, but if you looked at his numbers that just dis- d- detached from the player, you wouldn't be able to guess that it's him. Um, I think Alex Johnson as well, because people dismiss his contributions to the team as just being a try-scorer. But I think mm. this year especially. I know that, that, been, that has been true in the past, but I think this year he's added a lot more to his game and he's been a very solid winger in pretty much every facet. Like I can't really remember a game where I've been like... I I think Brayden Burns went through him for a try against the Bulldogs in that game where we won that crazy game on that Sunday night. But like for the most part, like his defense has been pretty good. His kick defense has been really good. Um, He's doing a lot more than scoring tries. Whilst the uh, same can't be said for those on the other side of the field. Mm. Yeah, but with Havili, by the way, like I know some of his games are hooker, so it blurs this. But he averaged twenty four meters in his stint at the Warriors. He averaged nineteen meters in his stint at the Dragons. Averaged fifty eight meters a game his stint at the Raiders and he averages 97 metres for the Bunnies. That's so a lot.
1: Yeah, 100 metres a week. Considering his minutes, weeks, considering kind of his
0: bar, minutes yeah. is crazy. Yeah, that's kind of the bar you want, you know, from a middle, and, you're like, yeah, 100 metres a week, we're pretty happy. He does, And also, like, the, um, the, uh, like the fact that he's also at dummy half for some of that time. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Broncos, I don't think it's possible to be underrated as a Bronco. <laughs> No, that's true. But if you could, I would say they're almost always overrated Broncos. Yeah, because Herbie well, was so. a little bit underrated, but now he's overrated because. Yeah. And same thing with Stags. Like all, like there's not an yeah. underrated. Yeah, Herbie Bronco. was under uh, definitely underrated. Maybe, maybe hurt. Ezra. Yeah, Ezra could be because he's not getting much hype. Uh, Corey Jensen maybe could be it as well, just because he's so boring and he's been a really good signing. Like you know, like. It's pretty difficult to have a couple of the good games with the Broncos and not get noticed. You know, it just doesn't happen. You know, it, ha- it ends up in the spot. You know, you have two, you play two games with the Broncos, like Zach Hosking, and you have a deal with the Panthers. That's true. Like, it's hard to stay as an underrated Brisbane player. Most of them get overrated. Um. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Okay. He's got some, a few other questions here. He says, "What's the biggest points differential? An actual mm. Tiger versus an actual Rooster?" Mm. The West Tigers versus the Sydney Roosters, or two Butchers versus the West Tigers, um, an actual did, tiger versus a rooster. Yes, yes. Did did um Egan Butcher he scored as well? Did he? I can't remember. Uh, I now score. No, I don't think he did. No, he didn't. So didn't the other butcher doesn't really doesn't really count, mm, not factored in. But yeah, I mean, a real tiger is in in a, in a scrap. It is beating a rooster more than seventy two to six. If there was a fight, you know points in a fight, or if you just had a hundred fights. Six, yeah. Yeah, Tigers winning a hundred out, hundred out of hundred, yeah, and very fast as well. They're beating the clock. I tell you that much. Absolutely. Um, and his last question: Can the Roosters win the comp with two butchers and one baker? They've obviously erred in signing a Gildart. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yes, they can maybe win the comp. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Um. Next question. Ben Roberts, oh here we go. This is the Kevin, the Broncos fans that saw yesterday's um, team list. Ben Roberts says, "What the fuck is Kevin doing? Fuck me." No. Uh, yeah, so it's changed today, and so apparently we're having Zach Hosking in for Ryan James, which is good, and Kenan Paulya C in for Reese Kennedy. Ryan James is because of the a broken finger apparently, and uh, Reese Kennedy is out. Uh, for, so he's out for Hosking. He's out for cover for Capewell, which you should have had an edge back row or similar on the bench for a while, I thought, just just to rest Capewell and Ricky, even though they're not, you know, I want to replace Ricky, but you know, a different way. But you sell when Cobo's out for fatigue slash ask for a rest as well. So Pereira is in that one. I didn't love that because I like Pereira, but the Eels is targeted it him. Possible that Cobo saw what Sivo did to Pereira and went, no, nah, I don't want any of that. No, nah, nah, I don't want it. Well, if you, it, like, on on a real level, I don't know if anyone read the story about his concussion oh. the other week, but like it, it came out right before he came back. And it concerned me. But then he would just seem fine when he came back. But some of the quotes he said is like, I've had a couple of knocks when I was younger, but the one at Origin, biggest knock I ever had. Uh, a couple of days after the incident, I was still getting headaches and neck pain. I was taking painkillers, but I wasn't feeling too good. The first few days, I wanted to get away from everyone. I just want, I didn't want to be around the city. I was tired. I wanted to get away and feel better again. So, after the head knock, I didn't want to be around footy. And then he goes, I'm back on track. I, I can't wait to play. And then, but also later in the interview, we went to say he went back home to Cherbourg yep. for like three days at a time and only came back to the city to get treatment on his neck for the concussion. Was Christian so, out there? I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, it just doesn't sound like, I don't know. You know, this sounds like when he was concussed, it was he obviously sent him to a pretty dark place, which can happen. And then he said he's ready to play. And I don't know, maybe he's not fully ready to play, but yeah. I um, mean Pereira it was been a good feeling, but as you said, the game against Parramatta, I mean, we beat we put 40 on him or so, and it's still he was wasn't very bad. Really put away because <laughs> Pereira kept coming off his wing. You yeah. know, and and one thing, like Staggs' defense last couple of games been really poor, but what he's always been good at is letting a man on his outside and wrapping him up. And Prayer wasn't they weren't driving. So who knows about that? But there's other two changes are good. And I don't I don't know what he's doing. I don't know why the, the Jake Turpin thing over Pakes thing is there. I understand like and I've known it for a while that the 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 Broncos don't rate Corey Pakes' defense and I like, they don't like him getting like forwards finding their front on him very often and I get mm-hmm. that. And it just feels like because it's always been a concern to us for such a long time, when Zay Marsgrove scored over him. You just knew it was like confirmation bias to them, like click, like, oh, fucking see, that's what we've been on about, you know, kind of thing when it happened. Happened, he got dropped. And it happened to Jake Turpin exactly the week after and nothing changed. But like, I just feel like in the their coaching staff's head, they have pakes, can't defend, needs to work on it. And in yeah. their head, Jake Turpin can defend, even though from returning, in the two games he started, we got smashed. So I don't like that one, but there was a quote saying, Kevy thinks he's the first grade footballer. But he just needs to work on his defense. But it's a bit late in the season, mate, to, to have that happen. Yeah. Well, Here's I mean, a stat t- you just win more games when Corey Pakes is playing to so put him in the fucking team. Like, and, and wins again. It's, it's falsehoods and all this stuff, but they're 7 0 with Tamari and Corey Pakes. It's pretty good. I mean, just to go back to that team that won seven in a row. Um, mm. But yeah, Turpin just feels like a weird one that he went from, they told him he could leave mid season. To no club wanting him, to not re-signing him, to him being back in the team. It's weird. Uh and then D. Loverich asked, fuck the evolution, more of a <laughs> New Remberg <laughs> trials feeling now. <laughs> uh a son players also with a coach, or is he thick? Um well, New think- <laughs> very good. That's unbelievable. Uh, uh <laughs> oh, fucking hell. What was the question? Uh, and, uh, oh, although Kevi hates some of the players. Oh, no, no. I think it's the other thing that he has a of faith in some of them. Seems like Kevi would be a very easy person to get along with. Yeah, and he has some faith in a lot of them. We know he's mm. a vibes-based guy, but yeah. my advice would be like if you ever seen if you a Top Gun Maverick, there's a when I was watching the movie, it literally made me think of Kevi, is what I thought of, and it was a quote. It was Maverick said, I can't remember what the other guy Goose is it not Goosey's kid? I can't. Well, I don't know what what he's called but um the quote is like don't think just do mm. trust you know it was like yeah that's what works with kevy and what's the last couple of weeks has been the thinking it shouldn't You be know, thinking the, Kevi. The, it shouldn't be thinking kevy the theory of like put turpin in and soak up the pressure and bring billy walters great on paper you know put ryan james in for experienced head start at 13 whatever sounds great on paper like just turn that off and just do you know just do just do what was working To throw some fellas out there good vibes young fellas and see what happens but um, yeah, the the Nuremberg's very good. It is great. Uh, okay. Uh, Cam Beswick. This is a good one. Well, not really a yeah. question. Am I, am I going to do this? Uh, do. You want to? Well, I can do it, but it, you know, it's obviously not going to live up to Samuel Jackson. But no that he attitude. asked me to, to. No, you're right. Well, <laughs> very good point, Vanguard. Um. Anyway, he asked me to do my best, Ezekiel twenty-five, seventeen. So uh Bunga, do you read the Bible? Uh what? Yeah. Well, I've got this Bible passage memory memorized. Ezekiel yeah. twenty-five seventeen. Oh no, I was just saying what, like the guy does in the scene. Yeah, no, no, that's earlier. I know, but, but like I was does. just playing along with it. I know. He goes. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequalities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he in the name of charity and goodwill. Shepherds awake to the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children and I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. <laughs> you, you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon you. you great go. movie. You fucked up the last word. Vengeance it, upon it's, you? It's vengeance upon thee. Now he says you, doesn't he? I don't know what he says. I'm just reading it whilst you were saying He does say it. thee. Mm. The. Wow, you oh, got damn. the whole thing right no, no. and couldn't stick the landing. Oh well, I did okay. I should, I should, it is the, but yeah, it, and it's not the real quote from memory. Like, it's not a real. That's not the real Wobble verse, no. Is it not? Yeah. No. No. Uh, I think it's changed. Like, because Quentin Tarantino would do that. That's true. He would. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, there you go. Wasn't very good. It's not going to be Samuel L. But you know, first try. <laughs> uh, Sam Stevens. Here we go. What is your favorite top 3 post-try celebrations? Um the grenade I think is got to be right up there. Um Piggy jumping into the crowd to applaud his own try. Yeah. And when the first All Stars game when Wendell played the didgeridoo, the corner post as a didgeridoo. The non-indigenous Wendell Sailor. <laughs> yes, that was strange, but it was still cool. I mean, I just love that is uh I just love that he's just in, you know, not non-indigenous, he's just in the team. Yeah, why not? Don't ask questions, people. (laughs) Can't, can't ask that. You can't. Exactly. You couldn't. You can challenge, but it's not going to (laughs) work out for you. It's not. I'm surprised you didn't put the goanna down. I mean, that's not like. Yeah, but like he just did that every time. I thought this was like stuff that happened once. Yeah, I liked the like the goanna. I mean, if it's talking about like I liked no one who really has signature celebrations, but I really liked because of that. I liked GI's goanna. I loved Mm. Connie Hyrell's kiss. I loved Tui Lolohea's weird tea. Yeah, just because they had something It was awesome. Mm. You know that not many people do have that. Corey Oates has a, the Ben Hunter's the kick the ball away. That's not <laughs> bad. Okay. Um, and then he asked your favorite celebrations for From all sports. Anything. So um, goals, touchdowns, home runs, slam dunks, blah blah blah. There was what I saw the other day where a player scored the winning goal and then picked up the corner flag like it was a gun and pretended to shoot the away fans, which That's I found true. unbelievably funny. But uh, ever, um. I mean, the silence has got to be right up there, right? Yeah. Um, uh, the silence is The time Terrell but... uh, Owens ran onto the Dallas star and stepped on it, he did it, tried to do it again, and some guy tried to fight him because he's still like, that was great. Uh, Randy Moss pretending to moon the crowd. I mean, every single Chad Ochocinco slash Chad Johnson celebration. Mm. <laughs> like, come on, he um, the Hall of Fame jacket. Uh oh, there's like uh, I'm trying to think like best. There's like when Robbie Fowler pretended the the line was the cocaine that was pretty funny. That was quite um, funny. Robbie Keane had that terrible shitty somersault he did all the time, which was great. Mm. Like that was like was unintentionally shit, which was always I always enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Oh, that one where um Jimmy Bullard like sat the whole team down and pretended to lecture them like he was the coach because apparently the coach had sat them on the pitch like a game prior and yelled at them. Uh, And when Adebayor ran the whole field to troll the Arsenal fans after he scored against them. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good one. But yeah, uh, uh, Chad Johnson has heaps of good ones.
1: Like,
0: they didn't like the one with the sign, please don't find me again. But there's a lot of great ones about getting fined. The Hall of Fame jacket was awesome. Uh, Yeah. Just go have a a look at Chad Johnson's. I'm sure there's a good compilation somewhere.
1: Oh, Who and I, I.
0: Sorry, I, how did I forget the Shabalala dance from the opening game mm. of the 2010 World Cup when the South African guys all danced together? That's my. That's my go-to celebration on um, on FIFA. That's a good so, one. Yeah. Well, what, Chad Johnson did the river dance, didn't he? That's it. That's yes. That was good. That's a good one. Um, uh, Yeah, you, should, you said you T. O. Hey, signing the ball. I didn't say signing the ball. That one's also good. My one was when he ran to the middle of the field and started a fight. That is a good one. Uh yeah, Chad's a good one. I had another one on my head and I've just lost it now, thinking trying to think of the Chad Johnson one I'd forgotten. Good for me. Oh well, the gold jacket those is, is awesome. This whatever. Chad Johnson stories are great. There's a there's a good one that which is named Marvin Harrison, right? That's his old coach, right? No, mm. Marvin is it Harrison? No, Marvin Jones. John Marvin Jones, Harrison was a wide receiver. The receiver yeah. Um where he used to call Marvin Jones like 3am at night and Marvin Jones has confirmed this story. We we'll just call him at 3am and say, coach, I'm open and they hang the phone up. And I like that. That's great. <laughs> he also lived at the Bengal stadium for two years. Oh, that's insane. But he did that. That is, he's, like... he's really good at FIFA. Right. Yeah. There you go. Good on him. But he, he lived, that's how, you know, That's how, you, how he got and stayed rich because he wasn't paying for, for anything for two years. The club kicked him out of living at the stadium. That's fair. <laughs> anyway, Next question, uh, Bungard's mentor he says. Question for his mentee: Is spraying referee when your team is getting flogged by sixty points a leadership technique you're expecting we'll learn about at our Tony Robbins leadership seminar? Well, you support that team, champ, so you tell me. Uh, I don't think that's going to be in there. It probably won't. I would say what, James Tumail has done. Like he's given out the you know the handbook for remorse, though. How he essentially got off by saying how embarrassed he was ten times. Good on him. Mm. What did he say? He said, "Oh, how, how am I going to explain this to the, the the kids' team I coach?" I like that. Next time someone gets in trouble with you, she should, she should, should go to him. How am I going to explain this to the homeless people I feed at the every Tuesday and Wednesday night? How am I going to explain it to them when I was at the food truck? And have to let you off. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, over onto Discord for the last few questions. Um. Brenton Sloan are the Newcastle no that's last week RCB Shark says what is the best starter Pokemon from each of the regions slash generations that's too many levels okay. but no it's not because I, I already answered it we, I oh, answered it like we wrote I wrote it down so I, just let me scroll you answer while mm-hmm. I scroll up well I don't know okay right. I do have, I have my answers already alright so well, okay. Bulbasaur Gen 1 is Bulbasaur but they're all great they're all great well, I was a Charmander um, guy for most of my life Sure, but now playing wrong hacks and stuff now Bulbasaur is great uh, all three are awesome. Um Dial Gen 2, Mudkip, Gen three. Uh Gen four is hard. They're all pretty cool, but Turtwig. Uh Gen five, Oshawott. Gen six, Froakie. Uh Gen seven with Rowlet, but they're all pretty shit. That's also the worst gen of Pokemon, so that checks Which out. one? Uh, gen seven, Rowlet's the Rowlet's the Owl. Um and the other two are um the um Poplio thingy. Yeah, the seal and the um that was the sun and moon. The that cat. was the, the Litton, yeah, fucking always. Cat ones are always shit. Um, that was Sun Moon, which was the worst Pokemon games by mile. Um, Grookey Gen Eight, and the new oh, ones yeah. haven't come out yet. But I'm going with Fui Coco because he looks pretty cool. It's like a big goofy dinosaur. Yeah, I'm trying to think the another generation that kind of suck. Is it Gen? Is it Gen Five? It's also kind of shit. Well, I really like Oshawat, but the the games themselves, no, no the Gen other two really good. suck. Um, yeah, man. but the games yeah. themselves, Gen Five is great. Um, Gen Gen Five's Black White and Black White Two, which are all really good. Um, I think almost, even though I want them to be best, I think almost all the Fire starters suck. They do. It's true. It's, on this list of on this list of nine, the only one I've got is that's Fire is the game that hasn't come out yet. Yeah, and obviously so, Charizard, you know, could be would be the best Fire Pokemon, mm-hmm. but like out of the Fire starters, like the Infernape. Is like yeah, the next other good one. Well, is that it. People, people like um, people like uh, Blaziken, the Chikorita Revolution. I I can't stand um Cyndacral and Typhlosion. Yeah, rubbish. Get it out of my face. Yeah, I thought I liked them when I was younger because I, I just picked the Fire one after doing the Fire one in the first game. But mm. no, it sucked. But yeah, um, Bulbasaur was also. I guess it's also like they're picking difficulties in most of them. Bulbasaur's easy mode on red mm. and blue. It's because how how the start works. Anyway, next question. Enough Pokemon. Uh, I don't know who this is. Who do you know? Who, do you know who this person M's talking about is? Uh, which? Let me scroll up. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. This was this is playing on from the, this is playing on from the frog argument. Okay. You asked the question. Then what okay. Is it? So in honor of Ken Sugamori's shit attempt at drawing a frog, what are you not very good at? So M. Who oh, okay. Adam and no, Bulbasaur is a yes, dinosaur, a frog. Yeah, even yeah. though Ken Sugimori, who designed Bulbasaur, said he's a frog. She then yeah. doubled down by saying, nice. "Well, he's a shit at drawing." But uh, what are you not very good at? I'm not very good at being uh, being humble. Has he drawn other frogs though? Like I, yeah, like uh, there's another starter that's a frog. There's like two starters that are frogs, aren't there? Yeah, there's frokey uh, and um,
1: is that Politoed uh, one a
0: starter? No, no, that's. That's that's no. the evolved form of poly polywell when you get um, the Kings Rock. Yeah, but anyway, Froky's a fucking yeah. there's Froky, and maybe it's just Froky. None none others are coming to mind. Like Polywell is technically a tadpole, but that's not a starter. No, but Pollytoad's toad. pretty cool. Pollytoad's yes, pretty so cool. Yeah, toad, that's like a frog. Oh yeah, anyway. I thought I asked if it was a star, and then In I guess general, Ray, he's drawn frogs. Yeah, because yeah. like Polytoads yeah, and yeah. Anyway. Okay, I'm glad we asked that one. Anyway, Mario Seigs, if you're on the right wing for South, how many tries would you have scored tonight? Oh, oh my head. Me, still none. Hurtful. Still none. Not in the shape I'm in now. Yeah, probably also none, but. Uh, Mario says when uh, Jackson Barlow. Oh, mm. no. Morgs, <laughs> Will there be one or two JT statues outside country Countryback Stadium after Tamalolo retires? Two. You'd think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this is good from Wayne. Oh, does tonight's not mean anyone that purchased an 06 Vibe top needs to wear it back to front? Yes. That's funny. Yes, they should. Me included. Have you or someone, to be at Tiger 1988 says, have you or someone you've attended a pro sporting match with ever caught the ball in the crowd before? I've been to 200 league matches and a few dozen cricket games, but I've never been close. Uh, I've punched the ball at, behind the goals at a, a Leeds versus Wanderers friendly. Um, but, annoyingly, when we went to the World Cup in 2014, me and two mates, because it was a game we had to get scrambled to get tickets for, we were all sitting apart, and one of my other mates caught the ball in a World Cup game, like, and got photos with it and stuff, and passed around and people got photos with it, but I was in another section of the stadium. But, yes, once I go. punched the ball at Bankwest. When I was really young, I went to, like, the old uh, Australian Baseball League, one of those games. My dad caught a fly ball. So, I had that nice. fly ball. So I don't know if I have it still. I had it. It was at dad's house for, like, a 20 years. But uh, yeah, Dad caught a fly ball then, and I've caught a footy on the hill at Leichhardt. Nice. So not on the hill, like in front of the hill when they kicked to touch, down you know down that little seating on that side. But mm. you no. Know. But you always get excited Sydney Sea games every now and then. You when we were behind the Cove, thinks one day someone's gonna sky one there. It never happened really. Never <laughs> happened. Yeah, but um, next question, Corey Goats okay, we'll just do the top eight teams. Should we do this? Okay. What's every team's worst loss of the year? Uh, ours was the field goal to the West Tigers. Oh, uh, can we pause real quick? Yeah, <laughs> all right, guess who the six o'clock signing is? Uh, it's worse Grant than the others so far, Grant Anderson. Correct. <laughs> oh my god, why? Uh, uh, <laughs> They're on uh,
1: fire.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, uh, that's great. Any thoughts on that reciting? Uh, yeah, that's a thing that happened. Yep, it sure is. Oh man, that's great. Okay, so you said South's worst loss was against the Tigers. Yep, or um, the I'm... first one against the Broncos was also bad. It was. I'd like to say the Broncos' worst loss was that Tigers game, but it wasn't. The Tigers legitimately played really well. It was when we you lost, lost to the, the Warriors. Fight. Exactly. In round four. That was the worst loss uh, with the two sin bins in the game. And like the Warriors weren't particularly good that day, but we capitulated. Um, so Kendricks, I like, guess, is when Nathan Cleary got sent off, right? Yes. They haven't really got any other choice, do they? No. Um. The Cowboys lost got to the Warriors towed up well, by no? the Roosters at home, but they did lose to the Warriors by a field goal. So that's probably that answer. Yeah. Um, the Sharks, they got smashed at home by the Roosters. Um, is they, they lost, is it they to lost you to guys, guys us? 16 to 7. That was pretty, pretty ordinary. Yeah. Um, um, well, pro- actually, probably the probably round one, right? Because they were winning with a minute left. Yeah. You're right. And round they one. lost. Well, they came back from like 16 yeah. nil down to be in front of the Raiders and then they conceded a try in the last minute. It's good from them. <laughs> uh the eels have a few as well, like as there's the tigers. Um I, is it not getting absolutely pantsed by the bulldogs? Oh yeah, I forgot about getting pantsed by the bulldogs as well. Yeah. That getting pantsed by the bulldogs wasn't good. They got pantsed by the Cowboys as well yeah. and they lost by 1 to the Tigers. Weird team. Yeah. But, yeah getting pantsed by the Bulldogs is the worst loss. Um Roosters is Interesting because, um, like they were pretty bad for like a, that middle period of the year, but I think it's the 16 12 loss to the Bulldogs, yeah. It's that because it was on the back of that Dragons game where the, yeah, they, the just Anzac threw, game. Yeah. they just c- could kept throwing that, that game away, like they couldn't get back into it, and then they came out next week and they did the exact same damn thing, yeah. So I agree with you. Uh, who else we got left? We've done South the Broncos and, and Broncos, we already did. Does, do we uh, include Canberra in this? We may as well include Canberra because where they well, sitting. when they got. Robbed by the ref, I I think is probably the answer. They lost by two points. Yeah, but they got that one back. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it still actually, it wasn't back. It was actually the rules last week. Yeah. Um, but they also again. They, they, Warriors they the Warriors game. It's the Warriors game, isn't it? Yeah. The Warriors game again. And the There's way they lost too. Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bad. Sweet. And they also lost, yeah, said that Dragons games yet. But they've actually, even though they've struggled with a lot of them, they've actually won a lot of games that they're supposed to throughout the year. And that's why they're yep. sitting where they are. Okay. Uh, next question. Wheatgut gut has this weekend turned into some kind of PVL ball heritage round. It really was a bit like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh Morgs, if if a Sova Salomona murders Lodge next week and his cops are find at worse, will anybody really care? Maybe. Oh. I mean I wouldn't, but
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, gut also says, Have you seen a better apology than James Tarmay on Saturday? No, he's been on fire. He's been great. He apologized to his spray getting down to one game. It's exceptional work. Uh, but he asked, forgetting the financial aspect, how long is the ideal NRL season? Um, I think... I think playing everyone once only is a bit too short. So do I. And playing everyone twice is too long. I think 22 games with... um. 22 games with dedicated rounds for origin and internationals is my ideal scenario. Yeah, I, th- I think I hit every year fatigue around round 21, 22. I just wanted to wrap up there. So I think that's it. As you, and um, I know some people want to do once, but I think it's not enough footy. Even without financial aspect, that's not enough. Uh, next question. Horsborough Scoresborough says, <laughs> what's your favorite defensive quarterback of all time? Who's your favorite defensive quarterback of all time? Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my uh, is there like an actual answer to this? I guess not Jameis right. Winston he Yeah, he loved throwing in Loves giving the ball to the defense We didn't All get to play ex- Jameis very often Mine's like Matt Schaub Or someone who just used to Throw pick sixes against the Raiders Oh, we got to play against them Well, finally Like mm. I don't know It's hard to really know Which shit Bears quarterback There's so many That's of them That's true There's so many <laughs> Yeah what are, what are we doing here? There's like a thousand Bears quarterbacks That suck Anyway, next question yeah. Oh, my Lord. But he mm. says, if you were to bat at nine for Australia for a five-test series in Australia, how many yeah. runs would you score? It is possible that if you came in against a spinner and swung the bat, you might edge one for some runs. But the answer is probably zero. Probably zero. Yeah. yeah. Most likely zero. As you said, over a t- over 10 innings, I'd like to say four. You like might. Say you, you might edge one. You might edge one. Yeah. As you said, it might be, you know. Again, you swing blindly, you might hit one of them anyway. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. But any if they, you know, if if they know after the first like test or two, they're gonna know I'm a bunny, so they're bringing in the quicks at me. They're not let me. they gonna let me face some average spinner. You know, it's true unless unless Australia's getting hammered. Uh, anyway, six again. Often there's been which NBA NFL, NFL team is which NRL side. Now that Mitch is into dingers, can you match NMLB sides to NRL ones? I can't do this. I I prepared it. I did this in advance. There you go. It's oh, I got a little graphic and everything. The list. By graphic, I mean I put the list of NRL teams and the list of MLB teams in Microsoft Paint and dragged them across. Okay. okay there you go. So there's aren't in any particular order, but uh the Baltimore Orioles are the Bulldogs because they won a few championships. They've got a pretty decent fan base but they've been pretty bad for the last little while and they're on the rebuild plus they're always sort of angling to be in that rivalry with the Red Sox and the Yankees but both the Red Sox and the Yankees think they're kind of above the Bulldogs and are more concerned with each other which brings me to my next two which are the Red Sox being the Rabbitohs and the Yankees being the Roosters so far so good I well, I don't know enough I I, I honestly think uh, I think the Yankees because of their, their long time has to be the Roosters yeah, but they've been good again recently, haven't they, though? There was a while and they weren't winning, right? Mm, the Yankees never really go that long without winning stuff. But yeah, the Red yeah. Sox had a huge drought, which doesn't like obviously, but they won well, a few. They don't they Yankees... not like doing their longest drought now, right? Yeah, something like that. I think so. I don't know. It's like 12, like, um, it's like 12 13 years. 2008 or something. Yeah. Yeah, um, they still have 27 the, times. The Blue Jays are the Canberra Raiders. They're in a remote part of the world. It's freezing cold there. Their best days were in the 90s and they've been pretty irrelevant ever since. And they should be better than what they are right now. Correct. Uh the Houston Astros are the Sharks. Pretty straightforward. Cheating. <laughs> yeah, cheating. Um, the Titans are the Oakland Athletics. Um, oh god, that's a good one. Just, no one gives a shit. They're just there. No one cares. They don't win anything. No one cares. And then you watch a game yeah. like, geez, that guy on the the on the Athletics now. <laughs> <laughs> or they got yeah. That guy? Yeah. Um, the Texas Rangers are the Cowboys, just because you know, just they cowboy start. shit yeah uh the Knights at the Chicago Cubs uh, not a lot of success over their lengthy uh existence, but a very diehard and loyal fan base. and they're both red mm-hmm. and blue. uh the West this was not my one. I got to give credit to, who answered this for me. I've got to give credit to um Benny DTD for the Tigers are Pittsburgh. Let all the good players go trying to rebuild and just absolutely suck still. So they're not the nationals. No, the Nationals won a World Series. So did the Tigers. The Nationals won like two years ago, though. Okay, fair enough. But it, it um, feels like the Nationals losing like the no, four the really the players. It's a really good answer. Yeah, well, I don't know the Pirates um, enough. The Broncos, other than the St. Louis Cardinals. Why is that? Uh, this like the only game in town really like very, very like ingrained in the fabric of that city. The Cardinals are much like the Broncos are. They've won a fair bit. They've been like very successful over their existence like they've won a lot of championships um, they're always usually pretty good they don't usually go more than a couple of years without at least being in the playoffs so there you go and yeah. they've only won a couple of championships in the last 30 odd years but yep. they have won a lot over their existence correct uh atlanta braves are the panthers um it actually works out perfectly like they both sort of got that um the area they're from sort of have that hip-hop culture they both one last year, they were both good in the '90s before then, like being shit for a little while, and now they're back. Um, I think that one fits pretty, pretty perfectly. Yeah, unfortunately, if I, like, I'm trying to find a um, baseball team, and I'm mm. not going to get on them. Orioles. But, gee, they speak to me. The, uh, Orioles. The, the Braves. Well, the Braves Orioles. have like I like Michael Harris a lot. I like Spencer Strider a lot. Uh, you know what? Orioles. No, I'm not going to join the Orioles. Why? I'm not doing it. I'll give you a foam hand. Uh, if if Carl Stowers wins me four okay. thousand dollars, all right, good, I'll good, good. It. But he's fa- failed me so far. He's um, awesome. but yeah, I've like you know, I tried to find a team to support, and mm. it was based on like being, you know, the teams I support in America now have come not really being like based on um, what was I was saying. They're not really based on anything, you know. They just I picked Cleveland and I picked the Packers, but I was like, oh, maybe I pick someone from those teams, those areas. So there's the Cleveland Guardians and the Milwaukee Brewers, and they're not speaking to me. Hmm. The Brewers at yeah. least are like, like, they never hit the ball, but when they do, it goes over the fence. That's entertaining. They say, like, mate, he, like a half the hits, a, a half their runs are home runs or something. It's ridiculous. Um, that's okay. And then the Guardians, I like Josh Naylor, but he doesn't play every game, and yeah, I haven't feeling anything for them. The Guardians is not a great name. So I don't know. Like, maybe I'm just gonna go rogue and pick another team. But I'm, I'm in no rush to settle on a franchise. Orioles, anyway. Not, not uh, the Orioles. Why? It'd be fun to go for the same team. Yeah, I don't care enough. You know, <laughs> like, Adley Rutschman, Esha Adley, Esha Adley. How can you We're not def- like it? Esha um, always got me on, but yeah, yeah just, the, I don't know. The the Mets are the Eels. Like big market teams just been mm. so shit for so long. Every year there's hype about them being good and they never ever deliver. There's hype now. There is. Of course there is. Both there's always always is. Is Pete Alonso that, the Mitch Moses of baseball? I don't know. Maybe. A lot but I like me I like Pete Alonso. Um the Phillies of the Dragons, again, like rabid fans, like historically a very important team. But again, just one recent championship and the rest of the time has been kind of shitty. Uh, and they're both uh, red and white so there you um, go fuck you everyone else uh, the Storm and <laughs> the Dodgers like no one likes them they win all the time pretty straightforward um, the Warriors are the Padres um, they never win anything it's a nice place to live but like you don't take them seriously as a team um, the always Padres have some, have, always have put some, a team together some, and they're still not winning yeah always not have them. fun players but like that's about it and uh, the Sea Eagles are the Giants they win a lot of the time some use their shit a lot of the time they're good they live by the sea. What do you fucking want? All right? The Giants have a 16, lot of good That's all I know. 16. Done. You, you did Put well. it in the book. Thank you. Yeah, well all done, right. Bungus. Is it the last question? Oh, we got no, one more. There's one more. He also said, fun. which five guest podcast hosts would you drip freight over five social media platforms? All right, let's. right, we've got to nail this. Okay. <laughs> well, we've got to be so... average. Well, that's a problem. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. This is... All yeah. right. So, like, who are the oh. people that are on the show the most? So, M, Harry, Campo... It's been a while since any of them come on, actually. Well fuck them. That's my yeah, my thought um, too. Who else is a yeah. Greece, Like uh, we have the people bring on every off season. They don't really count as regulars, do they? G- George. George has been on. Um, he's British. Who's another one. He's the guy who asked the good questions at the press conferences you okay. guys love. Of course, that's true. <laughs> that's all right, him. we'd have we'd have uh we'd have Grayson Waller on Instagram because he's got all those followers on there. It's easy. Yeah, one. and he was he's... and he was supposed to come on here again, but he might he's supposed that. to he he's still it's, it's... Yeah. In the works, um, mm. uh, gotta have Campo on Twitter, that's where most of his fans are. Um, Harry's a Facebook kind of guy, is he? Yeah, there um, you go. Um, M-, M seems like she'd have TikTok, would she? I don't know. Well, does, does, does she seem more? She's get... we're, we're left to her and George Clark, and I don't think George Clark's has TikTok. Yeah, I don't know if you, she, she's not gonna be happy about being picked on TikTok, but there I know actually, that's the actually, best part of this. Got, she probably got TikTok, that's just like. Yeah. I'm going to say, actually, she definitely has TikTok. There you I'm go. I'm going to say that now. There you go. Right. And uh, George Clark has left for YouTube. It could just be footage of the draft where he knocked <laughs> everything over. Are they announcing like... one on YouTube? They That's did. The That's where Grant Anderson was. No, that was done already. Oh. Grant Anderson was YouTube. How do you announce watch one on the YouTube? Uh, I'll pull it up. I just opened it. I just like had the page open and then refreshed it at six <laughs> o'clock and the thumbnail was... Grant Anderson. I'll watch it. It's 40 seconds long. He's Let's got he's so got great. a video, mate. He's got a full suit. No, it's, cut. it's literally just like some Digi person with him standing at the front of Amy Park just saying congrats on the new deal and him being like, yeah, it's good to be here. Um, I mean, good on him earning a full-time contract. Yeah, it's you know, great. He seems like a nice fella. Good on him. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, and also, it's funny. You, you, People are forgetting how funny this is. It's hilarious. Now, I can't yeah. wait for the next one to be... uh. No, done Tepai. Who do I guess? Young Tonwa P is potentially one of them. Yeah. Cooper Johns, mate. Cooper Johns. Now, haven't they already done Cooper Johns? I have no idea. Kids a shit. No, yeah, that's it. So it's The game and are already happening. So otherwise, yeah. I would have guessed one yeah, of yeah, those. I think we've nailed those. Campo Twitter, Harry Facebook, M TikTok, Grayson Wall Instagram, uh, George Clark YouTube. We haven't got a social media person, though. So unfortunately, you know, what's going to happen? He likes to say he's a social media person, but uh, yeah. In name only. Uh, no, we have. i was saying He's the quarterback of it our really Facebook page. Who Harry? No, Eddie. Eddie. Oh yeah, he he is. He's the quarterback of our yeah. Instagram profile. That's true. How's that going? <laughs> it exists. If someone wants to do it, we'll you pay you. like not exist. One percent of the Patreon money in exposure. We'll pay yes. you one percent of the Patreon exposure. Correct. You can't put a price on that. Well, you can. It would be you know zero, but. you could could could, but more accurately you can't put a price on it that's true (laughs) Um, one hand it's zero on the other hand it's there's no price priceless Priceless. you could argue that that means it's priceless yeah that's it the price does not exist um uh and speaking of patreon before we go a quick shout out to people in the top two tiers on our subscription service uh if you want to support us patreon.com forward slash nrlb rookies you should files are coming up we're gonna have Probably have like daily we'll have daily shows in Grand Final Week again, but there'll be a lot of content coming. Um this and like the two weeks before the season starts, the times of year we really lift content wise. So if you do like what we do, that's as good a time as ever to support us. If not, that's fine too. You live your life. Maybe buy a shirt on rugby league merch. I don't I do really tell you what to do. You just do what you you just do what you think is right. And thank you too. Bronco from birth, Chris Avnell, Dave, Luke Hilton, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Anthony Anger, Buttsy, Cam Beswick, Chewbacca, Snuffleopagus. Is that a new one? Welcome. Uh, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hogg, an anonymous backer, Ed Burton, Frankie, Jace Felix Farnworth, James K., Jason, Jez. Oh, Jez is gone. I just said that out of habit. Joel Wrigley, Joey Gooch, mm-hmm. Josh Brandon, kicks out Dad of the comp, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, Life on Dolphins fan, Luke. Mary Maddie Jenkins, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Mr. Beefy, Morgan Watkins, My Arms, The Girl, Flip Flop, Flip Flop, Flip Never Trendy, Party Keg, Razor, Reese, Brown, Robert Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneider Scores, Seymour Butts, Shanta, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Stone Gossard, Swarzy, Ty, TB, The Black Vegetable, The Not So Mature Age Student, The Titans, Are Cunts and I Hate Them, That's Jez, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy and Was. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to everyone in the lower tiers and to everyone who just listens. Thank you as well. Um... We got anything? Uh, there's new shirts on the website. The Schneider Pill one is up, right? I think so. Yeah, because I got a message from someone who doesn't go for the Raiders saying, What the hell is this? And I was like, You had to be there. You don't really have to be there. <laughs> it's it's, it should be, it's <laughs> up there. It is up and there. There has been, uh, yeah, there's been some They're adjustments. Really... Okay, it looks better than the, the Go than Dozer now. mugs look class. I will say that. Uh, we're going to get a Go Dozer mug, but yeah, the, he's okay. He's removing all the ones that he want on there. Good. Okay. Yeah. Looks better uh yeah it, it all does if, if you just want to buy a, a shirt with just the boom rookies logo on it you can be like rob Lowe when he wore that nfl hat so that's yeah pretty cool. it's a, it'd be a strange move but you know go yeah, you ahead. could be as handsome as rob Lowe. you could be the catch and why fall merchant the, mug looks all right too it does why is go dozer shirt ten dollars more than the uh, because it's on both shirts? sides and i did ask for us oh. one that's not on the back as well look okay. it's been a whole thing hopefully okay. it comes yes. up soon maybe we'll 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 see Okay. Yeah. Well, we did it. Uh, hopefully, the next time we podcast, uh, our teams will have secured final spots. Is that okay? So we need the to... that still means the Raiders have to lose. Oh well, yeah. I mean, oh, I suppose you could still get four and against it in the last week, couldn't you? Yeah, but it seems unlikely. Yeah, it does win. seem unlikely. Just, just just win. Yeah, you guys can't really get four and against it if you we're win not, this we're week. Not, we're not we're not going to lose to the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, but we um, should just
0: be deals. Hopefully, watch I so have. Yeah, I mean, obviously, in. the ideal situation is next Friday night. I'm at the new stadium watching Souths end the Roosters' season. Mm. Well, well sorry, I'm going to no, be at the I'll stadium with you. But that is true. But I'm um, uh, no, no longer going to be the passive of the spectator. I thought I was going to be. I'm going to, have to be no. cheering for the team. Like, if one of you loses this week, I have to cheer against that team. Essentially, that's true. That I understand point. that. That's fine. Um, but then also we have to go to Sunday Leichhardt. Chief of the Chief of the Tigers. I don't know it's if I like, have it in me. Depends what happens. It's, I, they, I there's no if 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 that if if my team's in already, I'll go and cheer on the Raiders and hope they knock out the Roosters. But mm. if see, if it's like I need the Tigers to beat Canberra for yeah, like, no. I'm not watching that game. I'm not going near no the stadium. I'm not doing anything. I'm going zero dark thirty and just fucking living my life. Fuck that. Imagine having to rely on the West Tigers. Yeah, no way. How do people go for them? How do, they How do, do it? again? They still, as we mentioned earlier, all the Warriors and the Tigers took top what to gain the top eight teams this year. It's crazy. Heat of them too. No. It's really annoying. We've lost two games on the last two plays, and they're the only two games we've lost in the last two and a half months. And yet, we're not confirmed to a final spot. Yeah, I mean, same thing for for everyone there. It's, it's, but it's, what, very, it's, what, it's very, it's very stupid, ridiculous. isn't it? Yeah, right it's miserable. Letter. I hate it. It's, yeah. it's great entertainment for others, but like it's one of those things about the, the Titans got 10 wins last year, made the finals, and it was seen as a successful season, right? Mm. Even though it wasn't. The There's going to be a team this year who loses and they're going to have 13 or 14 wins and have it seen as a bad year. Yeah, it's, great. it's the Titans. The Knights finished seventh with 12 wins last year, for Christ's sake. It's bullshit. All right, it is. let's get out of here. Um, Go Storm, right? Yes. And go Manly. Jesus Christ, what have we become? This is awful. Mm, exactly. I hate it. I'll, I mean, I would I'll, achieve the storm anyway, but... The... Josh Alley, if you're listening, I'll donate to the Australian Christian Foundation. No, I'm joking. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll also boycott <laughs> next round next year yeah. if you guys win. <laughs> yeah, good. All right, fantastic. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. That's goodbye from me.